you're one of those people who just has all the ideas in the world, you're in the right place. I am one of those people who just, I have so many ideas that if I lived a thousand lives, I still would not finish all the things that I would like to do in life in general. But in particular today, we're talking about our Teachers Pay Teachers products. So I saw on Teachers Pay Teachers, I actually have two different stores because again, your girl's got way too many ideas and I never run out of product ideas. People message me and they're like, Becca, how do you come up with product ideas? And I'm like, how do you not have product ideas? I don't understand. And it's not like a shameful thing. Like that's totally fine if you, you know, need a little bit of help getting started. But I am not one of those people. I have the opposite problem where I have so many product ideas that I could never finish them all. So in this video, we're going to talk about how to kind of prioritize the different products to make sure that you are you know, picking, you know, basically picking which product you're going to make, but in particular picking the things that are actually going to help you make money because let's be real. That's why you're in business. If you have the opposite problem where you just don't know where to start and you don't have any product ideas, I have a, another video that has a whole bunch of different places you can get product ideas. Seriously, go watch it, grab a notebook, write down 10 things for each thing I say, and you will have so many product ideas. You'll then need to come watch this video to know which one to do first. So without further ado, let's hop right on in. All right. So I'm not going to actually tell you what product to do first, because frankly, I don't know what product you should do first, because I don't know what products you have ready, but I'm going to take you through a couple of questions to ask yourself to kind of see how important this particular product is and just, you know, which one you should do first. So number one is always start with things that you are making for school. If you are a full-time or even a part-time teacher and you are creating things for your students, that's where you want to start because you're already pretty much done. Like you already made the resource. So go post it. Now, personally, I do like to add a couple of things before I post it because sometimes I only need, you know, certain parts and I like to beef them up to make sure that I can, you know, sell them for a decent price and just make sure that everybody has what they need and I make extra versions and stuff like that. But even with that, it's a lot faster to make things that I've already started making for my kiddos at school than to start completely for scratch. So if you have something that you've been making for school, start there. In particular, this is really helpful because especially if you are on Instagram or anything like that, where you're talking about what lessons you're doing, you've been talking about the lessons. If you post them for sale, people then hear you talk about the lessons and they can then go purchase. This happens quite a bit. I talk on Instagram and I'll tell, you know, like, Hey, today, third grade's doing this. First grade's doing this, those different things. I teach music. So I see everybody and I'll have people message me. They're like, Hey, where can I buy that? Where can I get that? Where can I see that? And sometimes I don't have anything for them. And I'm like, uh, you can't, or I'm like, I'm working on it. I'm getting there. Or I already have it posted and I can be like, here's the link. And I've gotten quite a few sales from that where people just replied to my stories. were like, Hey, where can I get that? And I'm like, here's the link. And then they go and buy it. And it's a great time. So definitely make sure that if you made something for school, you put it on TPT. So beef it up, make sure that you, you know, have all those copyrighted things that you maybe didn't worry about with your kiddos and post it to TPT. All right, number two is to make some data-driven decisions. If you are in teacher full-time, you are probably so sick of hearing people talk about data-driven decisions. I had to sit through a whole leadership meeting today talking about data, and I was like, I teach music. Your map scores mean nothing to me. I don't even know what they mean. But 
anyway you should drive your decisions based on data because frankly that's the whole point of data data would be any numbers any information that you have that is talking about what's already selling in your store now obviously this means that you have to have a store and have been selling something but if you've been around for you know more than a couple of months then you should have at least a little bit of data to see what is selling what's selling best and what's selling right now so what i want you to look at is go to your store and sort from best selling and see what is selling the best okay there's number one then after you see what is selling the best see if there's anything that you can kind of make that would go along with it bonus points if you could bundle it so i where's my phone i have a phone somewhere maybe i don't i was gonna show you an example but i don't know where i put my phone oh i know where it is all right now i've already done this so some of these examples won't be the best but when i sort my store by best sellers the very first thing is my what a wonderful world google slides lesson um so this lesson is based off of the song what a wonderful world and it gives a lot of like context about jazz and about instruments about louis armstrong and all that good stuff so this is my best seller so if that's my best seller then i'm gonna write down on a piece of paper what a wonderful world and then I'm gonna think, what are a couple of things that I could do that kind of go with that? So either something that could literally go with it and be bundled or just something similar. So maybe I pick a different song and I make a Google Slides lesson about that song. That could be an option. Or maybe I do something related to this. Now I've already done this, so like I have a whole Google Slides um, so like I have a whole Google Slides um, presentation that's about jazz. And so people can buy the what a wonderful world. They can buy the jazz. They can also buy my Louis Armstrong resource and all of those things will really make sure that they are understanding, you know, jazz and Louis Armstrong and all of that good stuff. So that is one way that you can do it. So either look at like the type of product and see if you can make something similar or look at the content and see if you can make something similar because what a wonderful world jazz lesson is already doing well that tells me that other things in that category are probably going to do well and when i did this i was correct i started selling that what a wonderful world it started doing really well and so i did this strategy and i said okay what are things i could do related to this and my number two bestseller is actually my jazz lessons bundle which has a whole bunch of jazz lessons in there so that i made totally because i saw that my one wonderful world lesson was doing well and so that you know led to that same thing with a lot of my other resources if i have one that's doing well i often will make a similar one that will then do very very well so you can check your best sellers you can also check what's selling more recently i love looking at this to see just what's like more in season and it's been particularly helpful over the past two years of craziness with coronavirus and shutting down schools and hybrid and distance learning and all the craziness because people needed totally different things than normal because my previous bestseller was a centers game which obviously no one was doing centers because like i wasn't even in school we were at home i was right here <laughs> in my office and so when I look at my app you can see when I look at my app you can see this one over here once it goes there we go um it says the last 30 days and so when you click on it it'll show you your best sellers from the last 30 days this is really helpful because it's more current up-to-date things so my very best seller for the last 30 days is my stick figure movement activity 
which is depressing because it's like a dollar fifty it's like the cheapest thing in my store and it's a little bit sad and every time i sell one i get really sad because i'm like oh i need to make more money off of this so i know that i need to go and i need to make similar resources so that i can then bundle them and even if i only get to five dollars it's better than the 150 that i'm currently making so maybe 80 cents or like 65 cents if they only purchase that so definitely go and check you know what's going through daily my second one right now is my um icebreaker music conversation starters and both of those i'm 100 percent sure is because it is back to school time and the stick figures i talk about a ton during back to school it's always one of the first things i do with my kiddos because it's so easy and so fun and they love it and then the icebreaker conversations is again for back to school time and so that's doing well because it's back to school time so that tells me not just other resources i could make but it also tells me hey teachers are buying things for back to school which like obviously i knew but you know it's still it's still nice nice to see it sometimes um after that i have a singing game and so that tells me that people are looking for singing games for fun stuff and then i have one of my favorite rhythm games which is probably because i talk about this one all the time and i send it to my email list and talk about it on instagram and so i'm going to attribute that mostly to marketing after that i currently have my print to go emergency sub plans and that i'm guessing is because again it's back to school season i know i had to turn in emergency sub plans and so i'm assuming other people also needed to turn in emergency sub plans in case we're out you know unexpectedly kids have things to do and so that is my assumption for that one so these are really helpful things to see in the moment what is selling right now look through those and see why are those particular things selling is it because i've been marketing them really well or is it because of the product you know what is it is it the season you know what is that and then also see is there anything i can make that is similar to this maybe that i can bundle with it maybe that's just similar in type or in content either one is fine and that's gonna be number two so we had number one what you make for your class number two data driven decisions number three is going to be we're going to prioritize product lines um this is not going to come as a surprise to you if you've been around here for a while but i love product lines because product lines allow you to sell more resources at the same time and basically just allow you to make more money and let's be honest that's what you want that's why you're in business so what i mean by product lines is a couple of products that go together so that could either be a set of products that are all the same content or one type of product for different things so for example i have my kaboom games that do really well i have kaboom games for rhythm i have kaboom games for melody it's the same product but for different content areas or you can do one content area and do different activities. So I do this a lot in my Becca's Bible class one where I will take one Bible story. So I'll do like Jesus calms the storm and I'll have activity sheets. I'll have more like geared towards little people activity sheets. So more like, you know, little kid stuff, more, much more coloring, less information i'll have like a bible trivia game and i might even throw in some sword drills that are about you know if it's jesus calms the storm maybe we do sword drills about trusting in god or about calming this calming the storm or you know whatever and so these things all together make a product line they're different products but they're the same content so people can purchase them together i can bundle them and then people can buy them all and so instead of spending two dollars they can then spend like 
$10 or $20 and I'm gonna make a lot more money. So definitely make sure that you're prioritizing those product lines. If you already have something or you already started a product line, make sure you finish it. I am the worst about creating a product line and then not finishing a product line. So if you have a product line already, make sure you're doing that. If you don't already have one in progress, then look at what you have see if you can make one because those are always going to sell more and do better because, and also frankly, they're less work because you've already put in quite a bit of the work by either learning the content or by creating the template. So you're already like a leg up. All right, number four is if you're still not sure what to make, look through your products and see what are people asking you about. If you have an audience, then chances are people are sending you messages, commenting on your stuff and asking you questions and those questions are gold. So make sure that you're looking at those questions and seeing what, you know, people can do. I have people who ask me about how I teach this concept or how I teach that concept. And once I have a product ready, then I can just send them the product and be like, here's how I do it. Here's the best thing to do. Here's something that's really fun. So as people are asking you questions, make sure that you have a product, maybe also a blog post or a video or an IGTV that you can send them that is going to help them with said problem. Now, if you do not have an audience and no one's asking you questions, first of all, you're not alone. We all start out that way. I remember people used to be like, oh, just talk to your audience. And I'm like, but no one is talking to me. And it took a long time for me to cultivate relationships with people where they felt comfortable talking to me and I feel comfortable talking to them. So if you don't have an audience, then your new project is to go build an audience, whether on social media or on email or whatever, so that you are able to actually talk to people. Um, and number five is kind of just a bonus out there and it's whatever you're excited about. There's something to be said about just being excited about a new product line. I get so excited about new products, which is unfortunate because then I'm less excited about older products. But still, if I am excited about a product, I'm going to finish it so much faster because I want to and I'm looking for opportunities to do it. I'm excited, I'm ready to go. And if I'm not excited about a product, then I'm much less likely to be excited to you know move quite as fast and so I'm moving slower. It takes longer, it doesn't get posted as soon, I'm not as excited to talk about it. So just overall, make sure that you are doing things that you're excited about. If you are feeling bored with your TPT shop, a lot of times it's because you're not excited about what you're doing so find something that makes you excited for me I'm always like man I'm bored I need a new product line I don't need any more product lines but you know it's still a good thought so if you are having trouble figuring out which of your many 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 product ideas you should do then I want you to start with these questions and you know start again what are you making from school data-driven decisions product lines things people ask you about and then whatever just makes you excited and I would also go in that order by the way so there you go I hope this video was helpful if you have more questions or if you have some ideas for how you pick out which things that you talk about then you can leave those down in the comments and we would love to hear about it so thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next time